0: Hey guys. Welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga, a podcast for the body, heart, and mind. This is part two of our interview with Jenna Wright. In the first interview with Jenna, we looked at Enneagrams type one through five, and we looked at Lunar New Year's resolutions for each of those five types. So if you got behind on your New Year's resolutions for the new year, or if you want to make new ones for the lunar or Chinese New Year, this is your opportunity. And on this episode, we're going to look at types six, seven, eight, and nine and how they can make some resolutions and intentions that will benefit them. But let's get right to it, and we're going to start with number six. It's my turn, huh? Mm -hmm. So, um, a six, the loyalist, um, at their best, they're going to be more relaxed, more easygoing, more optimistic. Um, they're going to see multiple personality, not, not multiple personalities, (laughs) multiple perspectives instead of being overly self-focused so a good resolution for the Enneagram six could be to take up hobbies outside of their own routine or preference um, seeing if they would enjoy doing something unexpected and different and maybe even doing it um, on their own instead of in a group so so working on Yourself, I think it's really important for a yeah. six as well to do some inner work because sixes love to be a part of groups, Yeah. but to like go into yourself and to sort of understand your fears and to kind of be able to face them head on and to look at them, maybe even with a therapist, like that would be really good sort of resolution for a six is to see a therapist. I feel like, or like a kind of journaling fierce. practice would
1: be good yeah. for mm-hmm. six to kind yeah. of get what their feeling on paper and then be able to like read through it and pick it apart
2: yeah yeah I love that yeah yeah, yeah. I would say and again you know it's it's easier said than done but whatever sixes fear maybe like face it and do it and I'm not talking about you know skydiving or anything crazy like that but you know doing something you, you know Come into a yoga class, into a studio you've never been in and people you don't know because they're not your herd but yeah. going on your own and overcoming that like mm-hmm. things like that trying something brand new and doing it on their own I think would be but just you know, taking
1: themselves out to dinner would be something
2: nice. oh my yeah, god right. and eating alone and that's my phobia yeah. I have never well, ever
1: I do it all the time you
2: see my husband's all like he the, says it's the best it's freaking thing ever I do, it ever. I do it never have I ever done a movie by myself which we talked about it or had dinner by myself it is a phobia.
1: Oh, I love having dinner by myself, sitting at a bar and like turning my phone off and just like you people see? watching.
2: I love it. I think yeah. that would be a sixth thing to yeah. do, like to overcome that. Yeah. To overcome a fear. Yes. Yeah.
0: To go and to a yeah. baby by themselves. Right.
2: Yeah. And six
0: was one of your high numbers. You ended up being a one. I so resonate with them. Yeah. 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 Every single mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, and and I think also working on trust and working yeah. on receiving compliments is yeah. really important. So for a yeah. six to start to instead of negating a compliment mm, or distrusting yeah. one, to say thank you, yeah, and to and mean it, and yeah, 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 I think that that could be good for a six. So, um, yeah, our sixes. Uh, those are some ideas for you, and um, if you have ideas, you know, you can always. Email us and get on our website, Enneagram Plus Yoga, and get in touch with us and and let us know what ideas you have. Uh, Because we're not, you know, I think the ones who know what they need are the personality type. That we're talking about, like mm-hmm. the sixes, mm-hmm. probably know more than I do about mm-hmm. what they need. But you've got to do the work. That's what the Enneagram is saying to us: is we've got to do the work on looking at our shadow side, right. looking at our weaknesses, and saying, "I want to change this. Yes. I want to be this best version the of best myself." The best version of myself. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: All right. Well, we're up to my favorite number, 7. We had a conversation uh prior like if you could be any number, what number you would be? And yeah. mine would be a 7. What number would you want to I be? I'd be
1: a 7. They're so fun, right? Right. So super fun.
2: I mean, yeah. it's like a never-ending yeah, yeah, yeah. freaking Alice are a Wonderland. Little,
1: like disoriented oh right? yeah. yeah I'm married to a
2: seven so oh, yes yes was, I live totally it he is so, He's so sad like fun I want to be a four I know you told <laughs> me that girl like <laughs> uh, never would I ever uh, <laughs> no disrespect for it, but whew, that would be a you know y- y- y'all are my unicorn so that's why I wouldn't but <laughs> yeah. anyway seven so at their best would be focused and able to slow down and control their impulses 7s will also be able to forego the shadow side of gluttony. So here's what I would think would be a good resolution for Enneagram 7. How about picking an area of your house to declutter once a month? Like Jenna was saying, you know, pick a closet. Pick a basement, pick an attic, and declutter it. Uh, Another good resolution for a seven would be a daily five-minute meditation or a yoga practice so they can get grounded at present. And lastly, I think uh, Enneagram seven could commit to taking 10 minutes of solitude each and every day and making that into a routine, you know, making that as a habit. So connecting to a five, Enjoying the solitude, being with themselves, being present, being grounded, and mm-hmm. see how that does you. So what do you all think? Sevens. Yeah. I
1: want to party with the seven. Right? Yeah. Come
2: over <laughs> anytime. It's a, he is a good time all the yeah. time. <laughs> so
1: I feel, I'm, I feel like because of my astrological makeup, I have some qualities of a seven. Yeah. I don't let myself get, you too can have a control. seven wing.
2: You can have a seven oh, okay, wing. Okay. okay. I don't ever
1: let myself get too out of control. Like a, like a seven. Right. Go for it. Right, right, right. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, I lost my train of thought now. See, I do have seven in me.
2: <laughs> <please>. <laughs> I know. Tell me what astrological <sighs> sign would you think? Oh, I was going to say, that's exactly
1: yes. where I was going to see you're in my head. I um, wow, love that. I was going to say that your husband is pro- most likely an air sign um what would they be so either aquarius libra Uh or um why is this escaping me aquarius libra or gemini
2: sagittarius okay december
1: so he has a sagitt well so sagittarius is jupiter which is very expansive and sagittarius's are optimistic and animated and they want to travel and they want to party but they're very organized 10 out
2: of 10 so
1: he might have have a um an air moon Mm -hmm. that matches with that fiery mm-hmm. sag mm-hmm. so the air really ignites
0: that mm-hmm. fire fire mm-hmm. sun mm-hmm. yeah and he married
1: a one who's very organized yep. so yep. he yeah. <laughs> i have a Sagittarius moon so i think that's where i get a little bit of my seven mm-hmm. yeah yeah an I eight know. with a seven yeah. wing yeah. yeah
0: interesting yeah for sevens i think anything that would get them more grounded like yeah. you said yeah. especially silence there's that yeah. native american <laughs> proverb listen <laughs> to the silence yeah. it speaks yeah and i don't do enough of that if i'm honest um, but I probably do maybe a little more than the average seven, Yeah, but I still, I still have to work on that as a two. Sure. So I'm, so all these things that we're talking about, you're going to relate to every number. I do want to say that, but especially for the seven getting quiet, that's going to get them in touch with suffering and pain and their feelings. Yeah. And it's also going to get them more grounded and rooted to their root chakra and the yeah. earth below them. Right. Um, where they're gonna feel what they need to feel, because yeah. man, they push it down, and that's yeah. how it turns yeah, into right. the deadly sin of gluttony for them. Yeah, is because this feelings. Well, nobody just... looks
1: too hard when they're fun. It's Mm-mm. like, oh, they're right. fine. Of course, yeah, they're of fine. course, yeah, of course. Time. Always yeah, happy. always, always fun, you know? right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they never think like, oh, maybe they have some crap they're covering exactly. up. With yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. and you know,
2: Sevens, if you're listening, you're like, I could never tiniest of bites like dedicate two minutes a day just to sit quietly and observe your breath or observe the sensation in your body so you know the, the the reason the resolutions are such controversial uh subject because uh only by statistically I googled that twelve percent of people uh felt that they were successful in achieving their goals, so you know when we talk about these things, set an achievable goal, don't mm-hmm. be just astronomical and grandeur with it, something that you can sustain, mm-hmm. so make it small, but make it consistent. yeah five minutes of
0: journaling Yeah, that's what gets them silent. Just right, start right. starting somewhere. That sounds, sounds really important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our eights, let's circle Jenna, back you're to you You're going to know more about this than, than I would, but at their best eights become more like a two. So they're going to be empathetic, compassionate and vulnerable Uh, So a good resolution for an Enneagram 8 could be getting involved in a nonprofit organization and helping less fortunate people. Another good resolution for an 8 would be to work on vulnerability because that's (laughs) really hard for an (laughs) 8 to work on sharing the hard things. Uh, You know, just like we were talking about forgiveness for one. For an Enneagram 8, like to put themselves out there once a week and share something painful and hard and vulnerable with a friend, mm-hmm. with somebody who's safe, that would be really, really important. And, uh, and journaling also could be a place where they get vulnerable. Right. Like, where they put pen to paper and work on, you know, writing down the hard things. But I'm really interested in what you have to say because you are our eight. So what would you offer? Yeah, vulnerability is just – my hands are, like, sweating right
1: now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, for us, like, being vulnerable is being weak. And as an eight, we never want to be seen as weak because we need to be in control. Mm -hmm. And we can't be in control if somebody thinks that we're weak, right? Mm -hmm. So um, sharing things about myself personally – is ridiculously challenging mm-hmm. um and only a few people i allow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um even when things come up where i'm like oh wow i'd really love to just like unload this on yeah. somebody like a lot of times i try to just keep it in and i'm like okay we, i'll be able to move past it and nobody needs to like be yeah. i don't need to like bother other people with this drama or whatever mm-hmm. it is that i'm Dealing with. Um, so, yes, I would agree that being a little bit more open and vulnerable mm-hmm. um, would serve me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, you were saying all the other numbers, like, yeah. I can never... It's, like, really yeah. hard for me.
2: Yeah. Really hard for me. But brag on you. So um, I want to tell this story. Um, back in November, you know, we have Thanksgiving and then we have a Given Tuesday. And I teach at Jenna studio and my class happened to be on a Given Tuesday day. And I was talking to my husband, and I thought, you know, what if I, you know, there's a nonprofit organization that near, dear to my heart, they serve and help families with special uh, needs. and I said, Kev, I'm just going to ask Jenna if, uh, you know, it would be okay if I could just promote the class where I would donate certain amount of money for every person uh, who would come to class. And, Kevin said you should ask her to match and I was like I could never like <laughs> she just assumed the business I cannot imagine all the all the expense she's doing I was like I just want her permission so I come to you and I said Jenna would it be okay if I do this and that and do you remember what your response was? He's like, I love this idea and I'm going to match it. And I was like, <laughs> I I are you that. for real? I so not that. only did you do that, you helped me market, you promoted, you um, allowed for that space, and then you matched out of your business to organization that didn't do anything for you. And then I don't know if you remember when we were done with a class and you know I was sharing the reason why, because my son Reed, and then you talked about your brother. Yeah.
1: Which I don't tell like anybody.
2: With. Right. Uh, and I came home and I told yeah. Kevin and that was, I think your vulnerable moment. Uh, like I get emotional uh, about it. And yeah. anyway, I get emotional during all these episodes. So yeah. don't, don't, don't okay, think guys. I'm great, but it was just, and that is a sign that you are yeah. in a healthy space and you weren't gushing, but you allowed I was clueless. Yeah. You know, you said that you both were adopted and then he had special needs and I could tell it was a tender subject. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And you still Cuz we like to protect our people. Of yeah, course. Of course. So I'm like, yes. If I
1: can protect yes my family and my people you know I'm like yeah I like to, but that yeah. was
2: a very vulnerable and yeah. generous moment for you well thank you yeah. no thank
0: I you have, I have little yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> I'm just getting chills all over my body right now because this is just like for right? me a holy moment to witness mm-hmm. but it's also a reminder and we know this that vulnerability leads to vulnerability mm-hmm. yeah that you shared part of your story yeah. to Jenna and Jenna shared part of her mm-hmm. story to mm-hmm. you right and that's what happens when we're vulnerable and we yeah. need more of that yeah. in this culture. I mean, we're living in this world where, where people are building walls. Yeah. Like we're so polarized. We need to like share some yeah. things with one another to make us all human yeah. and to make us know connect. like to, yeah, we, yeah, we need and I to think connect.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, that she had has a special needs son yeah. made me feel like, okay, I can open up because she, yeah. she understands yeah. how, how it feels yeah. to be in a family with yeah. somebody with yeah. special needs because it's extremely yeah. difficult.
2: Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. And difficult. you being a sibling and yeah. me having an older daughter yeah. who does not have a syndrome and just to, for you to say, you know, this is what we had to do. Mm-hmm. Like your parents and mm-hmm. you, like there's so much yeah. weight and responsibility that you had to endure yeah. being little.
1: And it's hard for us too. And I'm sure Olive feels the same way. It's just hard yeah. to connect with a sibling. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a yes. like, great gift of having a sibling, yeah. but then you can't connect yeah. with them the way yeah. that most mm-hmm. people get to connect with a sibling. And then, right. so it's basically like how you have to grieve maybe the ideas that yeah. you had for your son yes. while you were pregnant. We grieve the relationship that, d- that we thought we were going to have with our sibling. Right. Cause he's right. my only sibling. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I get to see, you know, I, I see other people they're like, their brothers are, you know, yeah. so doing all of these things that involved right. in their weddings and involved in their lives and being these great uncles and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't get that. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's hard to like, you know, you you have to grieve what you want, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. Your, your family yeah. dynamic, but it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, right? yeah, it is so yeah. beautiful because I truly believe children with special needs are like the best gift
0: ever. Right. Like, yeah, just, it's right. like, oh my god,
1: what an right. angel, yeah. Yeah. and they only give them to the strongest
0: people. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I Thank that. you
2: guys for sharing right. for your vulnerability. I know. Well, let's finish with our nine, um, our peacemakers. And at their best, nines would be motivated and content. So they would trust themselves and others. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a good resolution for Enneagram nine could be setting a small goal each month and completing it. So uh, pretty much the same as a five um, and a four. It could be starting a gratitude journal or writing five things they're grateful for every single day. And doing that for a year and seeing where it takes them. Another great resolution for Enneagram 9 could be putting themselves out there and going for something they've always thought of doing uh, personally or professionally. So we Mm -hmm. know the nines are sort of putting everybody else before themselves and everybody else's needs before themselves, and Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe oftentimes at the expense of themselves. So saying, you know what? I want this, and I'm going to go for it, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So, and again, it doesn't have to be anything huge, and it could be something very small, but it would have a huge result for them.
0: Yeah. I was talking to a nine um, last week, Mm -hmm. and they were telling me how they almost didn't become a yoga teacher Uh because because nines, they went to yoga school. You know, they were prepared to do it, but nines have trouble, like, just having that courage Mm -hmm. of the eight to kind of put them out Mm -hmm. self Mm -hmm. out there and to go for it and to go for the gold. Um, Nines tend to put off their own dreams and desires. So I think for a nine to really think about their goals and to think about who am I? Why am I here on this earth? Like, what do I want out of life? Mm -hmm. And, and, and luckily, because this yoga teacher, I'm not going to say her name, because I don't know if she'd want me to say it. But Luckily, she's a great teacher, and she went for it mm-hmm. because she's a nine, and she could have just sat back and watched other yeah. people yeah. go for it. it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think that nines have trouble with kind of sticking yeah. up or just kind of shining in the world and right. saying, here I am, world, yeah. you know? And so for, a, for a nine
2: out. to do that, to step out, yeah. I think is really big. And maybe it could be, you know, as a tangible goal, just set one goal. Like this year is going to be year, the year 4 mm-hmm. XYZ, mm-hmm. and then go for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other thoughts for our nines out there? Our peacemakers, no. don't we love Peacemaker. our peacemakers?
1: <laughs> I think a thir- important thing for a nine, too, from the personality is, once they set the intention of what it is they yeah. want to do, is that they actually make achievable right. checkmark goals. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. the four Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah, yeah. it's like okay well this month this is the step I'm gonna take to get me closer yeah yeah sometimes people and I always say instead of making a resolution you make an intention right because Mm -hmm. an intention is much deeper than like a I love that I'm gonna get it done it's Mm -hmm. like I don't think anybody can truly achieve anything if they don't have a purpose Mm -hmm. behind it yeah like why am I doing this Mm -hmm. you know so when you have like a greater purpose it's like you can be more intentional
2: Mm-hmm. That is to- that is very wise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, I want to take a few minutes to um, brag on Jana.
1: And I yeah. want Jana
2: to have the opportunity to brag on herself. So can you please tell our listeners all the wonderful things about you? Because I know them in terms of the businesses that you run, you know, your offerings. Tell our Tell our listeners.
1: Okay. Well, businesses I run. So... Southern Soul, Southern Soul Yoga in Chattanooga, my Tennessee. Heart and my soul, mm-hmm. um, I had two yoga studios in Miami, mm-hmm. and I had uh, five Pilates studios at one at one point. Wow! So this is not my first rodeo. Yeah, <laughs> and not my last. Um, yeah. So you know, I have plans. I also want. Uh, Eventually, a Pilates studio here. Of Great. Portland wow, Dance there Pilates we go. Um, so that's a big goal. And I think with Southern Soul, it's just really grounding <laughs> in our community. And our community is so vast and so diverse. And finding where we can bring in the diversity. Um, diversity and inclusion is, is huge for me. It's mm-hmm. huge, 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 huge for me. Um, I think it's one of the reasons that I've been put in the position that I've been put in in this space in this town, Mm -hmm. in this climate is to um, open our doors to for everybody, everybody, every body, every color, every background, every decision on who you want to love, how you want to love, how Mm -hmm. you want to look. Are you a boy? Are you a girl? Who cares? Are you non-binary? Whatever it is that you are, you Mm -hmm. are loved, accepted and seen in Mm -hmm. our space. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have tons of initiatives planned for 2022, as soon as the world isn't sick, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. for, uh, you know, going into these communities and giving them the tools to be able to come to the studio. So whether that's opening up for free community classes, um, servicing underprivileged schools of children. And, um, I used to in Miami, um, do, uh, teach once a week in detention centers, jails, under bridges, um, you name it, and we did it. So um, that's definitely something I think is lacking here, is Mm -hmm. this space in really representing in all areas of our community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also, with my yoga teacher trainings, I'm going to offer scholarships to um, a single mom, a single father, uh, one person of color, and one person who identifies as LBG, uh, I don't want to say right, LBGQT plus, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, uh, non-binary, or um, someone with mental or physical disability. Wow. So then that way our teachers now can, be, can represent our community. Um, mm-hmm. And those will be completely free, and they will be put on the schedule for com- free community classes. Uh, and then we have plans for every month, depending on what the month is, um, our studio will become a place of resource. So for Black History Month, we're going to ha- have a bookshelf in our lobby with books, resources, anything that anyone might want to need to pop in, to borrow, to sit, to read, to talk about. I think it's super, education is super important. And once you're educated, I think you're just like much more open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's some, those kind of initiatives are mm-hmm. lacking again in this space. Um, mm-hmm. I also want to train my entire staff on diversity and inclusion and in how we speak, how we act, how we walk, how we talk, how we represent ourselves in class so that everybody feels like they belong um mm. so those are the big things um and also working on diversifying my staff mm-hmm. you know I love my staff but again we look at it and it's like okay <laughs> yeah let's get some different body types yeah yeah you know let's get some different colors let's get some different yeah. beliefs and that's scary in the south right it's scary to be yeah. the girl to say like I'm going to have a trans man teach like yeah yeah You know, it's it's scary, but I think it's needed and we need to change the South and and the thought process around people, especially Mm -hmm. if you're a yogi, because you should love and accept all. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are the big things that I want to do. And I absolutely adore the staff that I have now. Everyone is just like lovely and wonderful. And I was so lucky to walk in with like open arms because that was really scary. I mean, a few people didn't, but (laughs) that's okay. Mm -hmm. People self-select out if they don't want to be part of the. Yeah the vision, which is, which
0: is fine. Um, all right, Jenna, the thing that just popped out to me is that Enneagram eight loves to offer justice in Mm -hmm. the world and to show up for other people and to protect them. And then that's just what you said. Right. And when at the end of a yoga class, you know, we say, I see you, I honor you. Mm -hmm. I see the divine light in you. We all say it in different ways, but basically we're saying like, We're here as a community to see and celebrate one another. And that's what I just heard you say like, people of all colors, people of all sexualities, people of, you know, whatever. All socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah, whoever you are, all bodies whoever you are you are welcome at southern soul and we see you and we want to celebrate you we want to encourage you we want to empower you which is an eight thing as well to empower and lift up Mm -hmm. and so we just want to affirm that and
2: um and And that's a very brave thing to do yeah and not just to think it or talk it but implement it Yeah, yeah and i think
1: you know also, for an eight, I can't get stuck in just running the business, right? Mm-hmm. Because trust me, we don't own studios, and I, any other <laughs> yoga studio owner can attest to this. To be rich, you yeah, know? right. If I, if Let's want, go yeah,
2: ahead and yeah, say, we'll that. say that. we like, Right, if you want to
1: be rich, I. It, it's so funny. Uh, there was like um, so I was doing like a business coaching or something like that. And they were like, if you want to be rich, don't open a yoga studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yep. Um, but we do it for the love of it. And mm-hmm. I think that while we still have to run a business, we also have to remember why we do this. Right. Yeah. I can't, I would never be able to believe that a yoga studio owner would only do it for the business mm-hmm. or the money. Yeah. Um, because it's, not really there <laughs> yeah yeah unless you're like yeah. franchising and doing right. some of these like crazy things right. but if you're a local yoga studio you do it for the love of the practice and the love the deep 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 love of the community yeah that's really the only reason that you can that you can do it um and it's a really fun way to make a living but um I also have to remember I also have to not get stuck in the numbers and getting the people through the door I also have to remember like why I get yeah. to have this platform Your mission. And why I get to stand here and say, like, I own the studio. I get to make these decisions, and you need to make them um, so that they represent what the practice is for, right? It's mm-hmm. not for our physical. It's because we need to practice all of these things so that we can send people out into the world that are better right. and more yeah. quick to be open and loving and kind. Right. Um, so it's important for me to make sure that that space and my words are matching the actions of what's happening inside the studio.
2: Oh,
0: I've got chills now. <laughs> Woo! Oh. I love it. I just love who you are, Jenna. Oh, I want to say. Well, that. it
1: took a lot of work to get here. Okay. Yeah. Who met me, like ten years ago, I look. Up, I'm like cringe at myself. You know, everyone's like, I'm like, oh my god, what, what are you doing, girl? But um, I've done a lot. I- And I love that you guys do this podcast because it really is just looking at yourself, Mm -hmm. facing that shit, Mm -hmm. right? And I always say it in yoga, sitting in your shit. Like sitting in your shit and being like, Mm -hmm. this is horrible. And then coming out on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot, a lot of work. Yeah. um, Yeah.
0: It's lifetime
1: work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the universe never allows you to skip it. Mm -hmm. And I think a good example was the fact that I got the studio the way that I did Mm -hmm. because somebody skipped it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then the universe is like, nah girl.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, let's do it right.
1: I basically came out of left field. Like I just got here. I was teaching twice a week. I wasn't like a popular teacher. Nobody really knew me. Yeah. Right. And this opportunity came to me and I was like, this is like a higher calling. This is not an accident. This is not an accident. Right. And that's why I was like, okay, I need to like really lean into this and look at like, why am I getting this?
2: Yeah, And I think mm-hmm. that
1: that, what I just described, I think is the reason.
2: Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. Are there any other projects that oh, you so have for 2020 yes. to talk yes, more yes. about that? So
1: retreats are like my thing. I absolutely love going on retreats. I think, again, it's a chance for you to sit in your shit, but be very supported. Mm-hmm. Um, and the work is really hard to do alone. And mm-hmm. I, I, for a very long time couldn't do the work alone. Yeah. Um, so I love retreats. Um, so I'm planning one for April or May. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get a party bus. We're going to drive to the woods and we're going to crack our shit open. Yeah. <laughs> do Yoga and sound baths and I'll, I'll do astrology readings. Um, you know, we'll do forest bathing and all the weird stuff that nobody has to know about. Um, and I would love for people to like not use their phones. Um, and then I would love to do one that's like very spiritual. And then of course we want to do one where we can just like let loose a little. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll do, I love this place. I led a retreat to this place in Jamaica. It's called the rock house and it is like amazing and it's like beautiful during the day, but you can like, you know, have fun at your Caribbean groove on at night. <laughs> oh, um, so nice. definitely two of those this year. Um and then we will run a teacher training in the fall. I think once everybody is like feeling more settled and stable in their finance finances. This yeah. year's been super turbulent Mm -hmm. um so I think the fall is going to be good for us and for me to really perfect everything that I want to teach within that teacher training which is the inclusivity I want to teach people about Enneagram I want to teach people astrology I want to teach about all of these different things that can be incorporated into your class like I love how Kat always says for her classes she makes it an experience
0: Yes. You know,
1: it's like the music and and the oils and the Enneagram and you understand the way the bodies work and the minds work of the people that are in your class. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, for me, a teacher training needs to accompany all of that because anybody can learn the asana, right? I could go Mm -hmm. in and teach Kat's class and it wouldn't be Kat's class. Mm -hmm. I could teach Mm -hmm. the exact same sequence, word for word, posture by posture, but it's like I want to build teachers who are making impact. Yeah. 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 Um, so I need to think about how to do that, and also teachers. It's like what I find a lot is like you graduate, and you're like,
2: "Now what?" Because
1: mm. we what there's only yeah. three or four studios in yeah. town, mm-hmm. and yeah. we can't take all of us can't take brand new teachers, and yeah. you have 20 people in a class. It's like yeah. So teaching them tools as to like how to get out there, how to practice, how to get private clients, mm-hmm. how to set up virtual, how to make it a business, how to make it a business, mm-hmm. how to do the legal stuff. It's like. You yeah. know, I think we like push them out into the world and then they're like I without any to tools. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. yeah, so it's really important for me to set people up for success on the business side of becoming a yoga teacher.
2: Yeah. the mm. practical like I said, side
1: everyone can teach a son, a by the time they're done, but it's yeah. like how are you showing up? Yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and, and authentically as yourself and not yeah. trying to be Kat or not trying exactly. to be Jenna, exactly. but offering, exactly. you know, who you are. Who you are. You know, that's when you're a real teacher, I think, when it's, Mm -hmm. you know, know, your own sort of mission statement of this is – you've been formed – yeah. by your yoga teacher but and, yeah. and by many teachers but you get to be you and I'm drawn to Kat's classes yeah. because she is herself she's mm-hmm. funny and she's deep and you cuss and she's yeah. yeah. authentic <laughs> yeah yeah. And, yeah but that's
1: authentic Kat Cat doesn't change yeah. who she is when she walks in the room mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. which I think a lot of teachers look at what they should be as yeah. opposed to who they are yeah mm-hmm. because I always tell everybody you need five solid clients Really, yeah, people that sing your praises and you're golden, you yeah, know? yeah, and they'll keep coming, and they'll tell their friends and then they'll keep coming. yeah, um, yeah. that was a yeah. hard lesson for me to learn. Now I just play hip hop and
0: yeah, and I don't care yeah and i can't wait to try one of your classes oh, i haven't yet but I, I i, I will wait. be coming and i look forward to that and we encourage any of our listeners yes. to go check out yes jenna's classes yeah. and cat's classes yes. too check out so, southern soul and yeah. just take a look at all yeah. the offerings
2: uh follow them on instagram yeah. we'll have all that information yeah. on our website but get informed get involved and just be in the know before we finish you've mentioned uh astrology reading so Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm super curious super unfamiliar tell us just a little bit about that
1: i would love to do your chart let's (laughs) do it let's do do it so i yes i am a trained astrologist which is kind of crazy because not very many people are actually professionally trained in astrology um I can say this on this podcast because people won't think I'm crazy because anyone listening to an Enneagram and Yoga podcast will get Mm -hmm. this, but I truly believe it comes from like a past life because the way that I can read a chart is like not... From, like, the people that I've studied under, they're like, this is not, like, normal. Like, it's such a natural gift for me, the understanding of the Mm -hmm. way the things work together and the math of the angles and all of the crazy stuff. It's just, like, it's really easy for me to understand. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do astrology readings. They're very in-depth. They're about two and a half hours every time I sit and I print out, like, a massive, um, almost, like, you know, four-foot paper of your chart. Um, like then, a map. Like a map, yeah, basically. And um, we go through all of your signs, how they work together, why you feel certain ways because of, how, uh, because of what you were born with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do like a progression. So as the world, as the Earth spins, so do your planets. So you can kind of see like, okay, your Venus is going to be in a tight conjunction, which would mean not in harmony mm-hmm. with Taurus, which mm-hmm. is your money. Venus and Taurus represent your money when they're in a tight conjunction, you need to be careful of your spending or you might lose money, things like that. So Mm -hmm. it'll say like, okay, this will happen from May 14th through June 23rd. Don't make any investments, things like that. So I can predict. I've also (laughs) I've like been able to predict people like pregnancy, marriage just by looking at a chart like almost to the day.
2: Wow! wow. Yeah. 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 So, how would people contact you if they wanted um, a reading? Yeah. Do so you they, offer them now? I do offer.
1: I do offer them. They are uh, extremely time consuming for right. me. Um. To to real because I'm also an eight, so mm-hmm. it needs to be <laughs> done, right. done right. right.
2: <laughs> uh, all the lines. Do it.
1: Um. So it takes me about four hours to prepare for a chart reading and then another two hours for me to wow. read the chart to you so I only do two to three a month yes. because it's all like that I can really commit mm-hmm. to sure um so you can book you can call the studio to book you can um you can send me an email jenna at southernsoyoga dot com you can find uh, you can message us on instagram i'll get it there and then you can also find my personal instagram through southern soul mm-hmm. yoga's instagram yeah. page as well and yeah. then my personal page has all the astrology stuff so yeah. if you're ever wondering of like daily collective um mm-hmm. readings i yeah. do those sometimes
0: i love that yeah,
1: that's like my other hobby passion
0: i that's love that you know,
2: yeah if i were to use one word for today's conversation that's passion you embody empowerment and passion and i want to thank you for your generosity for your time for your wisdom for your energy and for all that you are doing for the community
0: thank Thank
1: you we have a lot to do yes i need a lot of help look at me asking for help so i I, I hear gandhi if you want to even like suggest somebody that you feel like needs a membership or wants a membership and can't afford it, like I would always love for people to reach mm. out to me and we can figure something out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah that you could sponsor a scholarship yeah. for somebody. So if listening, you're listening who yeah. has a yes. foundation
1: or something that they're passionate about that they want to bring, yeah. I would love to help them reach out
0: yeah of course we know Gandhi's words be the change you want to see in the world but that's what I hear from you like you are showing up and you're being the change that you want to see in the world and that's beautiful so thank you for doing that thank you thank you for being here and we honor you and we see you thank you thank you I hope you enjoyed that interview with Jenna Wright as much as we did just so you know Right after a word from our sponsor, there's an opportunity to listen to a meditation. Thank you so much for listening to Enneagram Plus Yoga. We really appreciate your support. Um, If you want to be a sponsor of this podcast, there's an opportunity to do that by by just um, going to the link that should be on your podcast platform. But thanks again for supporting us and listening.
2: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little...
0: meditation, all you need to do is just breathe. Start with a deep breath in. Exhale out through the mouth. Another breath in. Another breath out. Inhale grace for yourself and others. Exhale, a tendency to be hard on others and yourself. Inhale, humility. Exhale, pride and ego. Inhale, rest. Exhale, workaholism. Inhale, gratitude. Exhale, what's wrong in your life. Inhale, connection. Exhale, social anxiety. Inhale, peace. Exhale, fear. Inhale, groundedness. Exhale, frenetic and scattered energy. Inhale, softness. Exhale the need to be tough. Inhale action. Exhale complacency. The light in me sees and honors the light in each of you. Namaste. Namaste.